name's Ann Lisbon Versi, Agriculture Educator for Brown County UW Extension. And today we're going to talk about the tools you can use for getting it right this fall with manure application. On the panel is Kevin Klingberg, Outreach Specialist with UW Discovery Farms, and Trisha Wagner, Agriculture Agent for Jackson County UW Extension. Kevin and Trisha, what kinds of tools can farmers use to help them make the most of this fall application? Well, Liz, as was mentioned in a previous podcast, manure is an excellent source of many essential plant nutrients, and with proper management, it can meet nearly all the crop nutrient needs. Manure test results combined with soil test recommendations and manure spreader calibration are the basis for determining appropriate manure application rates to meet those crop needs. Um, UW Extension has a handy fact sheet that can walk you through these steps of calibration. Um, you can contact your local extension office for this or the Nutrient and Pest Management Program website to obtain a copy. It is a great idea to do your own manure sampling so that you can have the most accurate information available. Unlike fertilizer, manure form and composition and therefore the nutrient analysis can vary widely. And so it's essential that you take the sample properly. Only a small amount of manure is sent to the laboratory for analysis. So it's imperative that the sample represent the average composition of the manure being applied. I'll talk a little bit about um, sampling solid manure. And when manure is stored in barns or bedded pack or litter or, or stored in a stack, it's not typically affected as much uh, by the weather. There can be significant variation in the nutrient content throughout the manure based on uneven mixing or bedding or hay or spilled seed that may be in the manure. It's important that you get a representative sample and that it's mixed very well before it is actually sent to the lab. The best times, the best recommended times for solid manure sampling is while the manure is being loaded. During loading, you can take samples of the manure and place it in a five gallon bucket. You want to have a minimum of five samples, approximately the same size, um, when you're loading manure out of a, a storage space. You want to avoid uh, large chunks of bedding or feed. And after all the five samples have been collected in a bucket, you should really mix them very well. And if the manure is um, not too liquidy, a good idea would be to place all the samples like on a clean um, uh, open space concrete surface and mix it thoroughly. And then you're going to take um, a subsample from that those mixed composite samples and um, put them into a container for the lab. Um, another recommended time for sampling would be during spreading. And one option there would be to spread a tarp or some sort of sheet of plastic in the field where the spreading is taking place and um, pass the spreader um, over the, the tarp so that you can collect a sample and you would want to do that a minimum of five times out in the field. Again, collect those uh, samples into one large composite sample and mix thoroughly again. And then take a sample of that and it place into the lab manure sample container. You can also sample during daily haul by placing, say, a five-gallon bucket under the barn cleaner and do that four to five times while loading a spreader. After you've collected all the samples in that bucket, again, mix very thoroughly and take a subsample from the mixed composite samples and fill the lab manure con uh, container. You want to probably repeat this several times throughout the year um, to determine the variability over time. 
Um, some people think that sampling stockpiles is a good idea, but actually it's, it's probably the least recommended method. Um, it's difficult to obtain a representative sample by sampling the stockpiles. And, and again, it's really not getting at the sample that's being spread out into the field, um, as is when you sample um, during loading or spreading or uh, daily haul. So thank you, thank you, Tricia, for helping us uh, understand how to sample the solid manure for nutrient analysis. I'm going to visit with you a little bit about uh, doing the same thing for liquid manure. And uh, just, just to refresh our memory, each of the animal groups are different. Uh, the different species, whether we're talking about swine liquid manure or dairy liquid manure, there's there, there's other species that, that have liquid manure, but those, those are the two main ones uh, uh, in Wisconsin. D different age groups, uh, different, different times within, within the, uh, the life cycle of those animals are, are going to have different nutrients, uh, mostly based on, on uh, the diet uh, that those animals are fed. There's a couple of different time periods that we can collect the liquid manure. Uh, one would be just like straight, straight, uh, at, at the loading uh, time period. We want to make sure that the manure is, is agitated. Um, uh, when we think about storage and, and liquid, uh, just remember and know uh, that, that there's settling that's involved and so the solids are going to be on the bottom, the, the more liquid fraction is going to be on the top. And so we want to make sure that the sample we send in is, is agitated. Another thing that I want to just like make, make sure that we talk at least a little bit about uh, especially in the uh, the dairy sector, uh, we're we're starting to see a, a lot more farmers that have different uh, categories of manure. Uh, the the solid and liquid separation concept is is being used uh, a lot out there, and so there's there's uh, very legitimate reasons why uh, you might end up uh, uh, taking taking a manure uh, sample out of out of two or three even different di different pits, uh, pits that, that have different different uh, uh, solid contents. Uh, it's it's not unheard of that that different fields on the farm would would get uh, different kinds of manure, uh, manure that that's uh, more liquid or or more solid, and so and so it, it makes sense to uh, uh, take samples and, and, and analyze the nutrient content of, of uh, any of the different kinds of manure storage uh, that, that, that you've got. And uh, again, we want to make sure that, that the material that you gather is, is representative of, of um, uh, the manure that's actually in the storage. Put it in a plastic uh, bottle so that uh, you know, gla glass will, will break, has the potential to break, so we want to make sure we put it in, in a plastic vessel. Uh, if you're not going to get it to the lab yet that day, uh, throw it in the freezer, and uh, uh, once it does get to the lab, they'll thaw it out, and you'll, you'll end up with a report uh, that, that really does uh, give you something very specific about your farm, your animals, your, your, your feeding regime, and, and the nutrients that are contained in the manure uh, uh, with the livestock that, 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 you're, that you're raising. And one last point would be to uh, make sure you check with the lab that you choose to send the samples to. Um, they will have a submission form that they'll want you to accompany with your sample. And they'll also have information about um, kind of the minimum amount 
to um, send for your samples. So, you know, some labs might ask for a gallon bag full and maybe filled halfway. Um, like Kevin mentioned, you can send jars, but usually um, plastic containers would be recommended with a screw on tap. Uh, most labs do not want glass containers shipped in the mail. And um, again, a lot of labs like to have manure samples sent early in the week so that the sample doesn't sit over the weekend in a post office or over a holiday where um, it would take longer to get to the lab. And of course, most labs want it to be frozen um, before it's sent too. So sampling manure for analysis is an essential and valuable nutrient management tool for determining the nutrients available in manure. It's important to know the nutrient content of the manure being applied on your farm in order to maximize the economic benefits of the nutrients in achieving yields and reducing fertilizer costs. Also, knowing the nutrient content of manure is helpful in reducing the environmental impacts from an excess nutrient uh, application. Thank you, Kevin and Tricia, for being on the panel today. And if you